0: Welcome to Episode 8 of The Perfectly Circular Rock. A big rock suddenly appeared in a small town. That's the recap. You didn't decide to listen to this podcast by randomly starting at Episode 8, did you? If you did, what's wrong with you?
1: Hey, campers, sleepyheads, and other degenerates. This is the Mo DeLon Happy Shock Talk Hour, sponsored by, as always, Betty's Barbecue Breakfast Dinerette, where everything has that
2: mmm-mmm
1: barbecue taste. You don't know a real Elkes breakfast until you've had Betty's scrambled eggs covered in barbecue sauce and Betty's barbecue toast slathered with mmm, mmm, barbecue sauce. Make sure you get some extra sauce on the side for dipping. So race down to Betty's where the eggs are frying. The bacon is crackling. And the pigs are squealing. Pigs, Fred. Don't blame Fred. He was homeschooled by an absentee father. But we're gonna start off today with a serious topic. Fred! Fred, just turn it off! Don't blame Fred. His mother has 13 toes. Now, we're here with Mrs. Florence
3: Blatts. Flo. Flo Blatts,
1: who contacted our producer this morning.
3: To give you a scoop, I could have gone to W-E-Z-T-R, but I'm giving it to you. Yes,
1: uh, thank you.
3: Anyway, it seems
1: Mrs. Blatts' daughter has been missing. Since The Rock came to town. She went missing the very day The Rock appeared?
3: That's correct, Mr. DJ. Is it okay to call you, Mr. DJ?
1: Actually, you're talking to Moe DeLon, the morning voice for morning people.
3: Anyway, my daughter was walking home from her music lesson, then bang. Bang? Gone. Disappeared.
1: Did anyone see her disappear?
3: Disappeared means disappeared. You don't see somebody disappeared. If you see them disappear, that means they haven't disappeared. Do you understand the context of disappeared now? Uh... She never came home. I waited all day. I waited all night. I'm still waiting, Mr. DJ, now. Do you understand?
1: Yes, I do. It's a very sad
3: story. Can you tell us... Innocently walking home and then...
1: Bang.
3: Bang exactly, Mr. DJ. It's Mo Delon. She was the sweetest child, so innocent, so young. I don't have
1: that here. How old is she?
3: Thirty-three. A very young thirty-three. She
1: can barely read. It's only been two weeks. Surely you haven't given up hope.
3: Who has it? Well... She's dead. I know it. My mother knows these things. But are the police... I don't talk to police. I learned that the hard way.
1: Okay, well, I understand your appeal for help, and we're glad to help you get the word
3: out. If anyone listening has any information... I'm here to announce my GoFundMe campaign.
1: You're raising money to, uh...
3: I'm setting up a grieving fund.
1: A grieving fund?
3: When Maybelle has been declared officially dead, I'm gonna need to grieve, and of course I need money for that.
1: Ah, for the funeral.
3: What funeral? They'll never find the body. The Rock took it.
1: You think The Rock is responsible?
3: The Rock appears, my daughter disappears. Do the math, lawnmower.
1: And why do you need money to grieve?
3: I have to go to Switzerland, don't I?
1: Switzerland?
3: Switzerland is the grieving country. Switzerland in Swiss language means grieving mother. There is
1: no Swiss language. They speak German, mainly.
3: Yeah, according to the Germans.
1: Many people that grieve don't go to Switzerland.
3: They're not really grieving. If they were really grieving, they'd go to Switzerland.
1: Oh, I've just been informed that there's a phone call for you, Mrs. Blatz. Maybe there's been a break in the case.
3: No, there hasn't. Hi, Mom. Who is this? Your
1: daughter. Oh, my. This is a radio miracle right here on the
3: Modellon Show. You're not my daughter.
2: Uh... You have a tattoo of Alaska on the underside of your left foot.
3: I don't have a left
2: foot.
1: Uh, I think you...
2: Shut up. I'm with Clyde. Clyde? Yeah, he told me you were doing this radio show. Your voice sounds good on it, you know? Almost natural. (laughs) Maybe you can go into that stuff. Radio stuff. Maybe Mr. DJ needs a sidekick. No,
1: Mr. DJ does not.
2: What are you doing with Clyde? He took me to the house, and I'm going to pick up some things and take off with him. No!
3: We're going to Switzerland, me and Clyde. That was the plan. No, we're going to Alaska, me and Clyde. You can't. You're dead. My Mama.
2: Think about that radio thing.
1: You heard it, folks. A happy ending <laughs> on the Mo Delon Show. Thanks for coming in, Mrs. Blatz. I'm glad we were
3: able to solve... Look! We got another call. No, uh, you have to leave. Hey there, you're on the Moe and Florence de DeMille happy shock talk hour. Throw us a problem and we'll throw it right back.
0: Is the support group known as P.C.R.S.G. still active? Well, pretty much everybody has left the group because what's the point, really? But one person is left and hope somebody is listening. Are you that somebody?
4: The first time I saw the rock, I knew. My whole life splayed out before me like a big pepperoni pizza. My whole life to come. And it's really pissed me off. Because I realized one or two things about that life that stretches out before me. And I'm going to tell you what I absolutely know. I know I'm going to die. And I'm never going to have been standing out front during a taping of the Today Show. I'm never going to post on Facebook from a balcony in France. I'm never going to be an EMT or open that cupcake shop or start a nonprofit or justify homeschooling my kids. I'm never going to self-publish that book about everything I learned from all my cats. I was supposed to write a book about quiches. It was going to be awesome. I'm not ever going to write that mean letter to Barnes & Noble and say, Do you know the day I knew you would end? It was the day you started selling socks. I'm not going to know if it works out between my neighbors. They're separated now, but she says they're talking. Right now I feel like I want to know if they get back together. But I'm not going to know because the day that rock fell, the day it thudded into my life, I got the hope knocked out of me. It's like I understand. My life is a fall off a tall water tank. (laughs) My life hasn't made a dent. I haven't bent a weed or scattered seeds. The time and the space from the top of the tower to the ground, that's my life. And it's gone by like that. And the mark that I made on the ground, (laughs) it's barely a dent. I'm barely a dent.
5: That was... Meditation on a Dead Whippoorwill by Germany's Master of Calm, Gerheit von Niecht. An interesting fact, there actually was a dead whippoorwill in the recording session. This is WETZR 99.0, the calm, mostly sane, alternative alternative, for Elkiesburn and Environs, and I am your host, Sinove Olander, and yes, this is time for another in-hour, The Rock and the People Who Have Things to Say About It. Our guest today is Ms. Daisy McLean, who claims that the huge rock was once a pebble in her ear. Welcome, Ms. McLean. I am so
2: pleased to be here, Sanove. May I call you Sonove? Yes, of course. Thank you, it- Sonove. I have been a fan of W-E-Z-T-R and especially of Sonove Olander for a very long time.
5: Well, thank you.
2: Now you say, in fact, I might say, if I may, that you have had a significant influence in my life. Really? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Before I listened to W E Z T R. I used to talk like this Uh. all day long, Uh. every day, constantly! But then one day I turned on to W-E-Z-T-R and heard the rapturous tones of Synovi Lander, <laughs> And it was like a great pool of liquid spread over my whole body. And I was suddenly calm, serene, and peaceful as you see me, as you experience me
5: today. Well, okay. And you believe our rock was once a tiny pebble in your ear.
2: Oh, no. I don't believe that. I told a little white lie to your producer, Dave. I believe nothing of the sort.
5: So, what do you believe? I believe in
2: Sonove Olander.
5: Oh, so why did you want to come on our station?
2: Because I love you. Oh i've loved I, you since the first whisper of your dulcet tones from that moment
5: i knew you were my destiny oh dave's giving me the signal that we must take a break no R- it's fun. go on Oh, uh,
2: well, all right you've convinced me of what let's get married
5: about marrying guests. We can so, that. Um, no, I don't think we can. But Sinovay, I have cats.
2: I have twelve. Two of them are named Sinovay.
5: I can't. I'll get more
2: cats. I don't
5: want more cats. Then fewer cats. I
2: can drown a couple. Don't
5: drown any cats. Don't make me lose my calm voice. No, 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 let's stay calm. Maybe some sounds of water lapping. You know what would calm me down? The sound of you
2: purring. Oh, what? You know, like... Do it with me. Dave. Dave. Oh, don't me Dave. Don't make me lose my calm voice. Don't make me lose my calm voice. I'm losing my calm voice. Dave.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, at the rock itself, a young man sits, staring at the perfectly circular rock.
6: Hello, son. Hi, Pop. What you doing? Looking at the rock. Oh, yeah, I figured. Rock's right in front of you, and it's big, so.
1: I was told that if I look hard enough and long enough at the rock, I'll see your face. Who's, oh, your mama? Yeah. Now, who told you that? A a lady I met. um, I I think she was a nun. She, She swore it was true. Look into the rock, and the departed person you miss the most will appear in the rock and smile at you. That's not going to happen. Just because you don't believe it. Just because you're not missing Mama the way I am. Now,
6: son, it's been a
1: year. I know it's been a year. It was a year yesterday. You didn't even mark the occasion. You brought home barbecue. Mama
6: hated barbecue. First there was that medium in Malmo. Then that girl that said she was a gypsy. She got about 200 off you, didn't she?
1: Well, it's not costing nothing to stare at the rock. Don't you miss her, Pop? Of Course I do. Something fierce. Why don't you ever talk about her then? If you talked about her and remembered her with me, I, I wouldn't have to do things like this. You could keep her alive that way for me. Don't know what there is to say. She was the one pure soul I've known in my life. She was the only person that was pure love. Yes, she was. And tell me stories about her. You must know a lot of stuff I don't know. Just tell me something. Make her come alive for me, just for a minute.
6: Well, you know she was a stripper when I first met her. What? Oh, yeah, good at it, too. Had some limber moves, let me tell you. Star attraction of the Dirty Dan's Rodeo and Strip House. She was probably a prostitute, too. She always denied that part, but I know I paid for it the first time, so... What? The second time, too, now that I think about it. And once or twice after we married, said it made her feel young. She was... when she... What? I mean, she stopped all that when you were born. Or shortly after. And she was the best wife and mother. Without that business she started, we wouldn't have made it through some of those hard times.
1: She started a business. I didn't know that. Oh, sure.
6: It ran a cockfighting ring on the edge of town. Made a tidy sum of money, but a lot of people got shot. And so sheriff started wanting too big of a payout, then she gave it up. But, but
1: she was a church-going woman. She made
6: me go with her every Sunday. Oh, big church-going woman. Loved the church, yeah. You know that big, solid cross hangs over our mantle? Yeah. Got that from the church. They gave it to her. Gave? Hell, got the preacher drunk and just took it. All our good china, too. And when she'd pass around the collection plate, you should have seen how smooth she pocketed half the offerings. That's where your lunch money came from. No. And you know, she killed a man down in Mexico. What? She said it was self-defense, but you know your mama.
1: Well, I guess you don't. Uh, but she did it all for the family, right? I, she always said she'd do anything for the family. She'd do anything for me, right? Mm, pretty much. What does that mean? Remember when you were kicked out of Little League Baseball? Of course. Uh, Mama told me all about that, how they were all Hindus and didn't like Christians. There
6: aren't Hindus and Elk is born. Your mama got tired of driving you. You know how you didn't get into Princeton and then you didn't get into State University and then didn't get into the County Community College? Yeah. You got in everywhere mama said, like hell we're paying for that when we can get new motorcycles. <laughs> that made me laugh. Your mama could always amuse me. Just stop. Remember Ella Eslov? Yes. You wanted to marry her, as I remember.
1: We had the wedding planned, and then she ran away. It disappeared. Your mama
6: didn't like her. And? Yeah, I don't know what your mama did with her. Nobody ever found the body, though. Oh. Yeah, she was a great woman. You won't find me ever saying anything bad about your mama.
2: Oh, God.
6: Hey, I think I do see your mama's face in the rock. Oh, God!
0: We conclude once again with a story of Slam Hammer, detective at large, but actually detective at loose ends because after believing another tip from the wily Helga, he went for answers to Sonove Olander. Naturally,
7: he didn't get any. I left the Sonove Olander show mad as a hornet who's just gotten a steep rate hike on its cable bill. I felt like slugging the first person I saw, so I did. That felt good, but then... I found myself face down eating concrete. I wasn't expecting a counterpunch from an old lady on crutches. Then I felt a sharp kick... Cut it out, Grandma. Those pointy shoes hurt.
8: I'm not your grandma.
7: It was Helga. She was amazingly tall. Then I realized I was still on the ground. So I got up and saw that she was once again her normal size. You have some explaining to do.
8: Button your lip. Did you give her the address?
7: What are you talking about? What address?
8: The address I told you to give her.
7: You didn't give me any address. Of
8: course I did. Right after you asked her about Oscar, which was intended to disorient her, you were supposed to give her the address that's written on this card. See? Wait. Why don't you have this card?
7: Because you just now pulled it out of your purse.
8: Oh, darn.
7: I've never seen that card.
8: But you gave the other one to Mo didn't you?
7: What other one?
8: This one. Oh, damn, my mother was right. I'm not very
7: intelligent. Mothers are never right. I learned that the hard way.
8: Oh, slam. Can you ever forgive me?
7: No. But you talked me into it.
8: Your kisses are like a chocolate sundae spiked with bourbon.
7: You think you're the first person to tell me that? Yes. Damn, you're right again. Now tell me what's really going on.
8: All right. I knew you'd catch on. You're too much of a brain box for me. I'm just a helpless girl brought up in one of those impoverished Appalachian hollows that you see on documentaries not made by Ken Burns. While well, you're a slam hammer with a jutting jaw, a large fedora, and whiskers in odd places. And unlike me, you probably finished middle school. I can't resist you. Kiss me again.
7: Middle school would have never taught you that.
8: You're right. I learned that in fourth grade. Oh, slam. You make me quiver. Well,
7: I'll see you later. Wait, you didn't tell me anything.
8: I think I did. No, you didn't. Well, I'll tell you later.
7: 130764 Werewolf Lane. What?
8: How did you know that address?
7: I saw it on the card you showed me.
8: What was the address again?
7: 130764 Werewolf Lane.
8: Are you sure it wasn't 130647?
7: No, it was 130764. I'm a trained detective, babe. Don't even try. Not 136572? 1365
8: 130746.
7: 13 131936428508. Stop that. 13141516171819. Damn. You haven't beaten me, Helga. I'm not letting you leave my sight until I find out about you, the rock and 13-something werewolf lane.
8: Oh, Slam, I'm only trying to protect you. Just stay away from me. I'm no
7: good. I know you're no good. That's why I like you. I'm sorry, Slam. How do you suddenly have a baseball bat in your hand? And why are you raising it over your head? And why is it starting to come down on...
8: Sorry, Slam. You'll thank me one day, if you don't have serious head trauma.
0: How did a baseball bat suddenly appear in Helga's hand? Oh, the joys of radio and not having to explain things. Tune in to the next installment to find out. A lot of stuff. There is an actual ending to this. We promise.